and welcome to Gin and Spirit. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to get right off to it. Uh, we're going to start with our creepiest thing I heard this week, and we have a guest via the telephone all the way from California. It's my mom. Say hi, Mom. <laughs> hi, everybody. Sunny <laughs> <Sunny> San Diego. <laughs> all right, so my mom is going to tell a story from her childhood, uh, right? Childhood? Yes, yes. Yeah, about, your, uh, about something that was haunted in our family. Oh, so gosh. here we go. Just tell your tale. Okay. All right. Um, my aunt lived in Brooklyn, and we lived in Brooklyn also, and we used to visit her house quite often. It was a very large house. I think it was built maybe late 30s or 1940s. And um, these occurrences happened to me, I'm going to say, in the very late 1950s and early um, 1960s. Okay. We would visit the house, and it was a one-family house, but it had three floors and a finished basement. Um, but there was only one full bathroom, one bathroom in the house, which was on the second floor. Uh-huh. And any time we were there, whether we were there just in the daytime or the nighttime, um, whenever I would go upstairs to the bathroom... And when I was in the bathroom, I would get very, very cold. It didn't matter what time of year it was. And I have a very strange feeling. And I was a kid, so I really didn't know why I felt that way. But I just knew that I wanted to just get done what I had to do and get out of there. <laughs> yeah. So um, during this time, um, I don't know whether my brother and I mentioned it to my aunt, but she said that she would tell us the story and that this was just, um, you know, honestly what happened and for us not to be afraid, but she didn't know why it was happening again. She <laughs> Wait, had, hold on. Um, she knew why it was happening again? That's so scary. Right, because they <laughs> thought they had taken care of the problem. Oh, my Wait, God. What the hell? Was. What was the problem? <laughs> they never spoke to us about this problem until <laughs> we mentioned that we were uncomfortable in the bathroom upstairs. So, now, they all lived in the house. It was one of those extended family things. So my dad was living there also when he returned from the service. And I had my um, three aunts living there. And, their, uh, well, two of them, their husbands, and other various cousins living in this house. So she said they would be sitting in the kitchen late at night, my aunts sitting there having their tea or whatever. And they would hear the um, downstairs door open. There were double doors. The porch door would open, and then the second door would open, and footsteps going up the stairs. No. And they would say, "Oh, Walter must have just came in. That was strange that he didn't say." <laughs> that's my d- that's my grandpa's name. That's, that's not a ghost. That's just that's oh, my grandpa. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I interrupted you by accident. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize Walter was. I, I forgot he was a person. I thought it was the ghost. No, Walter is my dad. He was the only male sibling. Yeah. Stella was the owner of the house, my Aunt Stella. So okay. they would, Aunt Stella, Lily, and Florence would say, oh, how rude of him. He came in and blah, blah, blah. And they would note the time or whatever. And then they would mention it to him either the next day when they saw him or the day after. And he'd say, you know, I was already in at whatever time that night or I didn't come home that night. So this would happen quite often that the door would open. They would hear the footsteps go up the stairs. And other people were feeling the same uh, thing in the bathroom. And my Aunt Lily's bedroom was right next door to the bathroom. And she would feel at night, she would wake up and she would feel 
two hands pressing on her shoulders and not allowing her to get up oh my God. from the bed. So they all put this together, and um, then there was a, a dog involved also. It was a uh, collie mixed dog named Duke. And um, my uncle would try to, you know, uh, if he was on the second floor, hey, Duke, come on, come on, come on, Duke, come upstairs. And ever since the dog was a puppy, how puppies come running to you, the dog would stay at the bottom of the steps and whine and go, oh, oh, and never put a paw on the step to go upstairs. Oh my God. And how much he was called, no matter what, did not want to go upstairs. So um, my aunt just finally said she had enough of it, and she felt there was something wrong. And um, they weren't even Catholic. They were Protestant, but there was a big Catholic church in the area, and she told us that what she did is she went to the... Um, to the rectory and spoke with the priest and he said you know even though they didn't believe in spirits and this and that that they would come and just do a blessing on the house so they blessed the house and they particularly she wanted him to bless the upstairs and the bathroom and he did that and everything stopped all these strange sounds of steps and the dog was fine and everybody was fine with the bathrooms and stuff like that now, so that was, you have to figure, before I was born. Okay. Right? Oh, so that so was now, one. all of a sudden, mm-hmm. we're back. And now that it's know, happening now again. Now we're back to 19, say, early 60s, and my brother and I are experiencing the same feeling again. And um, she talked to some of the neighbors, because people had moved, you know, um, the, everyone wasn't there that knew who the previous owners were of the house and this and that. But she found out that it was... Um, a previous owner of the house was a Chinese man, and that he had hung himself in that very bathroom upstairs. Jeez. Damn. So they thought that this was what was going Now, see, they didn't find this out until many, many years later. Yeah. That this, so they didn't associate any of the stuff that was going on in the house with, with that. And I believe she had the house blessed again. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, recently um, became back in contact with my brother, um, and once we were talking about this story, and he never told me, but he said that he felt that something attached itself to him <gasps> once, and he brought it home to East 13th Street to my mom's house. What? Yeah. But I don't have the complete story of, you know, he said he was just like totally freaked out. It was very, very... That's um, crazy. Very, very I didn't animal. know that. I don't like Bill that at all. was telling me when I was there in Staten Island. What? You know? So I don't like when ghosts, like, go like home with people. Story, so I'm not exactly sure Yeah, no, one, but... You know what I'm saying? Because I'm wondering to myself why he never mentioned it and, you know, yeah. all this other stuff. So they named it Luke the Spook for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> the spirit was named Luke the Spook. Oh, my God. Incredible. Luke the Spook. And that's, that's the whole story. That was, you know... Thank um, you. I think she said he went and he stayed there one night and he felt that pressure and then... He thought it attached to him because he was feeling strange things when he was home on oh his vacation at my mom's house. But um, I, you know, I don't know why, Caitlin, why we didn't delve into what happened, but we didn't ask anything. Yeah. Oh, my God. He mentioned it, you know, that's like yeah. in the last two years. He mentioned yeah. it. So, wow. Yeah. Well. And that was, uh, you know, whether or not, but, you know. That's amazing. But, yeah, I just remember feeling like just good in that bathroom yeah that's so creepy it's always creepy when like mm -hmm. yeah and it's always creepy when like afterwards you find out that like something happened in the area like 
like that because it like right. validates what yeah. you okay. and it made sense to us why yeah, yeah. And I think she had the house blessed for the second time you know yeah huh. so yeah but there weren't those times see there weren't um the footsteps and things it was just us feeling uncomfortable yeah. right yeah oh, oh. all right thank you so right. much mom all right yeah, that's good. Yeah, thank you. Well, I hope you find it interesting. We definitely <laughs> did. Yeah. Thank you. All right. All right. Love you. Love you. Bye. 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 Right. That was really cool. I have uh, never heard that story before. I've known Kate's mom for a while. Yeah. And that was just you keep these family stories hidden, you know. Yeah. We kind of jumped in quick because she was already on the phone. But just as a side note, what I'm oh, drinking yeah. today. Yeah. We just we wanted to accommodate my mom. She's 65. You got it. Awesome. And, and awesome. probably pissed that you just said her age. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I got this. Uh, here we go. Still not sponsored by Cruzan, Cruzan, Who knows? Still not sponsored. Still accepting sponsorship. Still looking looking for you. Please send me some free shit. I don't even want money. Just give me just your give me rum. the alcohol. Just give me the rum. Well, yeah, you can pay <laughs> us an alcohol. Yeah, and we'll be content because that would save me like 20 bucks a week. <laughs> that's it for you <laughs> um but yeah so uh blueberry lemonade is the flavor mm-hmm. it was only in a different state that I was in and I'm, an, I'm a jerk so I didn't stock up so I just had to custom order it from my you can just do that you can just custom order just custom order stuff so I don't know I guess maybe this one's seasonal or maybe it's just like wherever people want it to be that's not here <laughs> um but so yeah we I got some uh Blueberry lemonade. I just spit croissant. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have known that, but I told you. We've been drinking for an hour and a half. Yeah, I made this amazing punch uh, that Kate had. So good. Um, it is a one-to-one ratio of alcohol to not alcohol. So the small flask I gave her had three shots in it. Yes, and I just drank um, out of Kate's Hakuna Moscato. It means drink wine glass. <laughs> a similar thing. Yeah. All right. So that's where, that's where I'm that's at. That's what you're drinking. Yep. I'm drinking a beer because that's who I am. Because you just drank all that liquor. Because I just drank all that liquor. I drank <laughs> an entire flask. It was three shots. And it's three, been a short time. It's been an hour and a half. Um, this is my second Bengali beer mm-hmm. from Six Point Brewery. Okay. Um, I think it's an IPA. Who really knows, though? And, yeah, yeah it's... <laughs> Who really knows? Who really knows? Oh, no, it does. The can knows. It's very good. I'm enjoying it. Nice. I'm fairly drunk. Nice. I feel, I'm feeling good. Yeah. All right. So All right. So your previous thing of the week. Yeah. All right. So for um, my previous thing, whatever, whenever he talks about the fact that, like, I can't, I don't have enough creepy things happening during the week. So, um, instead I'm going to tell you about my childhood. So there's this one story, I'll keep it short because, uh, Kate's mom just did a lovely job and I don't want to like overshadow how good her job was. So I'm going to hold on to my ridiculous stories because that was a really good effing story. Thank you. No, I will appreciate that. Yeah. I love it. She'll listen to this. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like we should have, (laughs) we should have at least one good one per podcast. And I don't have enough for infinite podcasts. <laughs> okay. And that was a good one. That was good. So you, you, can give me, you can give me a semi-shitty one. <laughs> okay. Um, this is a story probably of me just being paranoid as a kid. So don't get too excited. Right? Um, I'm really afraid of dolls. I hate dolls. I don't know if we've addressed that yet on this podcast. But I don't know. I hate dolls. And um, 
we had this bear. Uh, it was like a teacher teddy or something. And you like press different Apple buttons on it and it would like do math. Okay. Yeah, it was very bizarre. Yeah. I don't know why I had it. Teacher Teddy. Teacher Teddy. He stayed up on the top. I had, like, a dresser that was, like, uh, to the ceiling, sort of. Like, a tall dresser. He was up on the top shelf, away the fuck from me. I never <laughs> used him. Just collecting dust. And I was young, I didn't, and my sister is four years younger than me. And we shared a room, so we had an intercom in our room still. And I was on the top bunk. Shout out to the one time I talked about saying the letters and numbers, right? Yeah. yeah. Top bunk. And I just couldn't, couldn't go to sleep on this particular night. And uh, my grandpa was babysitting me, actually. And so, like, I'm up, and I'm looking around, and I'm sitting in my bed. I'm a good kid, so I'm staying in my bed, but I'm sitting up, and I'm, like, I'm, like going crazy. And I'm, like, looking around, and like, I look up, and me and Teacher Teddy have, like, some eye contact. Right? Oh, like, no. Um, yeah. I'm, like, oh, this MF, like, look at me. Right? So, um, we, like, we have eye contact. I'm, like, oh, no. And then I, like, look down, and I look back up, and I am sure, and again, now, I, I think that I might have just shifted. I probably just shifted. <laughs> but at the time, I was sure <laughs> that uh, he scooted a little bit because the intercom was aligned with a different part of his head when I looked up. Like, you know, okay. the antenna? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was behind the intercom. So when I looked up, it went from, like, being in front of his face to, like, being in front of his ear. Ooh. Right? And I was like, yo, this guy's moving around. Yo, Teacher Teddy. Yo, Teacher Teddy, stay in your spot. So <laughs> I looked back down. I looked back up. Because I was like, now I'm testing it. Yeah. Now I was already a scientist as a child. So <laughs> I looked down, I look up, I'm like, oh my god, he moved again. I looked down, I look up, I'm like, he moved again. And I'm convinced he's moving, right? So I jump out of bed, I'm like, right on the ladder, I rip open my door. I'm like, Grandpa, he's alive. It's happening. He's going to kill me. He's like, oh my god, whatever. Take the bear out. I'm like, okay. So I climb up on the dresser because it is a tall-ass dresser. I have to climb onto the dresser like a spider. Right? <laughs> I grab this bear with my, like, child arm and reaching. It's a struggle. And I, I swear I just picked it up by, like, a hair. Like, I didn't even touch it. And it just fucking turned on. It was some, some Furby shit, you know? Yeah. And I was like, I'm Teacher Teddy. Let's start. I was like, no, you are not. Get out of my room. And I tossed him out of yeah. there. And that was it. <laughs> so, no, you're not. No, you're not. You are not Teacher Teddy. We are not having fun. We're not doing math. We're not doing shit. Mm-hmm. And he stayed at the bottom of the toy box for eternity. Yeah. <laughs> it was creepy as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's that story. Not so interesting. The you know, no, but but your like fear of dolls ring like even is still, present now. We watched a really great movie on Netflix. Yeah, not sponsored. Not sponsored by Netflix. Would you, love to be oh sponsored. Oh no, we love to be. Let's give us a show. show. Jimmy Fallon. Netflix. Whoever the fuck <laughs> wants to. We'll take Hulu. Oh we, yeah, I'll take anyone. Amazon Prime. Give me some money. YouTube I'll Red. Why not? Um, let's do some. Let's do it. We'd be great at it. Yeah. Um, What's it? Anything. Really anything. anything. We're versatile humans. <laughs> we're and uh, very lucky. We are extreme bullshitters. <laughs> extreme bullshitters. Uh, if we were a sport, both. if bullshitting were a sport, I'd win it. Yeah, the world's cup of bullshitting. Poker. That's it's what it is. Sport. I, I never played I poker. I never played poker because I would kill I never it. played. I played this game, um, hold on a second. Ah, shit. It's, um, uh, alright, it's like you, you get a partner and um, it's like you come up with a code um, for when you have, I'm typing this little talking, for when you have a full suit, like it's all the same number. A rush or whatever, I don't know what it's uh, called. Full house. Yeah, let's try full house. Full house, it's like Kent maybe? 
Ken. I'm going to look up the word Ken instead right. of trying to describe this. Ken. I've never played this, but while Melissa's looking this up, you should watch it The Boy funny. on Netflix because The Boy is a lovely movie. Mm-hmm. It was very good. We really enjoyed it. And then. We're really um, not sponsored by The No, movie. we're not. Or The Boy. The boy did not sponsor us. The boy did not sponsor us. The boy certainly did not sponsor us. I would not accept that. <laughs> and then also, Melissa is so afraid of dolls that I had this stuffed um, Morty from Rick and Morty, like a stuffed animal. It was in my living room, and she, like, moved it. I was like, I can't sleep here with this in here. <laughs> like, can't moved it into it. my bedroom so that I could sleep with it. Yeah, you're but... a doll, not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> He was just chilling in the living room. Not chilling, just watching. Trying to, <laughs> trying to on the couch. But, um, yes. So, that's that. Okay, Kent. Oh, I was just saying I'm a great bullshitter. Kent is like this game where you get a partner, and you sit at the table, and you wait till you get, like, four of the same number in your hands. Mm-hmm. You get four cards at any given time, right? And you're, like, picking up cards. Not since it's happening, but the point is... Um, you and your partner have like a secret code okay. and when the other person gets four you have to yell Kent and if the other team says co-Kent before you say Kent then they win so your sign has to be real subtle and I'm just saying I kick ass at that I'm real good at that game I could be good at it yeah we probably yes. really good at it together we thought it was nonsense <gasps> yes best partners let's find someone to kick their ass at it <laughs> okay let's <laughs> Let's make some friends. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm not kidding. All right. All right. Tell your story. Okay. Great. Here we go. So. Jumping um, in. Jumping in. So, <laughs> my story is of Clinton Road in New Jersey. Great. Yeah. Um, so, my first <laughs> source is the NewYorkDailyNews.com. Nice. Um, and it's the title of the article is The Creepy Cursed Curvy New Jersey Clinton Road. Mm. Um, so, I love that alliteration. Shout out. Um, shout so, out to alliteration. Shout out to alliteration. Not by alliteration. <laughs> I wish I was witty enough to come up with an alliteration to say that. I know. Um, I can't. So right say, now, I I'm, thought about I'm it for down. a second. I couldn't. So, <laughs> Clinton Road is an eerie. According to this, this website, it's eerie. I'm drinking to the word eerie. Eerie. Yes. Boom. That was a weird mess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My clan, sounded my like- can, my clan. I'm going to talk about the cuckoo clan. Are you? Oh, yeah. Okay. My can smashed in with your wine glass. It I'm not like, in a clan. No, it sounded like cardboard almost. Is it a little bit? We're really, I mean, these are real glasses, you guys. These are real glasses. We're really drinking. sound like it. We're really drinking. <laughs> All right, so it's a 10-mile road, um, and it's in New Jersey, and it's pretty much in the middle of fucking nowhere. Like, nothing that you would ever, like, want to go to is near it. And, like, the website's like, it's near New York City. It's no, it's not. Like New Jersey. Yeah. Things. As, like, a resident of New York, it's not near New York City. Like, <laughs> um, it's further away from New York City than I am, and I'm not from New York City. So, that's that. Um, so, it starts at Route 23 in New Jersey. And it goes up north to um, Greenwood Lake, which is actually, I think, um, I know there's a Greenwood Lake in New York, so I'm assuming it's the same lake. Who knows, though? I thought there was one in New Jersey, maybe not. Could it be the same lake? Uh, It's a big lake. Maybe. All right. Well, it uh, dabbles in both states. It dabbles, you know. No one claims it officially. Yeah. So, um, in general, uh, people... They say that they say creepy things by Clinton Road. So, like, lights over the water, UFOs, snow in July. 
Um, you know, it's weird stuff. So, weird U.S. Meanwhile, it's just, like, really high up in altitude. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mountain. No, it's not. It's um, so, it's like Skewerman, a C-E-U-R-M-A-N, Skewerman, okay. um, and Moran of Weird U.S. talk a lot about it. Um, all right. So, there's a bridge on Clinton Road. There's several legends that are associated with Clinton Road. And okay. One of them is a bridge. Um, and at the bridge, they talk about a ghost boy who drowned there. So that's number one. Um, and we're going to talk about the ghost boy in a little, little bit, because we have some background from him, from All a different right. source. Oh, God. Um, but the legend is that if you throw a coin into the water over the bridge, the ghost boy will throw it back at you. Okay. Um, then there's... He, so if I throw him a penny, will he throw me a quarter? Can you make money off of it? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know. Like, what if I do this often? Like, yo, ghost boy. Let's <laughs> make some money. I know you have um, quarters down there. Hook me up. Hook me up. <laughs> um, there's also the Clinton Ironworks. Or, like, on the flip side, I'm sorry. The flip side is, like, yeah. he's collecting quarters. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's like... He's like, oh, nice. He wants all quarters. 50 states. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, throws back the region's quarters. Yes. Oh my god, little oh. ghost boy, we're about you. Um, <laughs> there's also the Clinton Ironworks building, which looks older than it is. It looks like it shouldn't be from America, but it is. Um, and today it's surrounded by a fence, and some stuff happens there. And then there's also Dead Man's Curve, which is where the KKK comes in. There's like apparently KKK meetings just at Dead Man's Currently? Curve. Yeah. How is that? I don't know. Alright. That makes me so mad. Yeah. Um, we're, a, we're a blue state, damn it. I know. And, like, I know that, like, the KKK is not ghostly, but they're also fucking scary. Don't be a member of the KKK. Yeah. You if know? you are, just, like, actually, Don't listen to our podcast. Yeah. Go the fuck away. We don't want you here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We don't endorse you. We don't endorse We don't endorse... Don't sponsor us. Fuck yourself. Yeah. This is me telling our listeners, if they are part of the KKK, to go fuck themselves. Absolutely. Like, that's what I'm saying right now. Fuck yourselves. Um, wish some politicians would say that. That's all right. I'm not looking right. for your votes. So, <laughs> fuck you. If you're part of the KKK, mm-hmm. get off our podcast. Absolutely. We don't want you listening. This yeah. is not for you. Not for you. Fuck you. All right. Nope. Now that we've all right. Back. Anyway. <laughs> um, great. So, I think that they need to know to know. They do need to know, absolutely. Um, you're meeting on Dead Man's Curve, fuck you. Yeah, you stay over there, stay yeah. on the curve. Don't even meet there, don't meet. Right, that too. Yeah. And if you do, don't leave the curve. <laughs> right. Stay there Die. forever. And yeah. yeah. Alright. So, Cross Castle is the last, and it was a mansion that was left to rot in the woods, so according to... Like, these two women are so hateful. No. <laughs> 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 They're gonna be like... Oh my god. Well, They're okay. So Look at them hating on, and I'm gonna be like, oh, I'm sorry that I don't like your fucking fashion statement. Email us. Email us if you're upset. We'd love to fucking curse you out over email. Yeah. Um, Alright. I'm a hater. Bring yeah, it. Yeah, bring it. Alright, so there's also Cross Castle. I'll read um, that email out loud, too. Yeah, for sure we will. <laughs> um, there's also just weird stuff happening there. Uh, like, someone said that there was graffiti of, like, Satan's code of conduct. Amazing. I didn't know that he had a code of conduct. <laughs> well, there's a religion called Satanism. That is, like, Oh, I didn't not... think of it that way. I just assumed, like, 
Oh, Catholic he was Satan like, waiting with a code of conduct oh, for hell. And he, and he was like, when you come down here, you must. Yeah. I'm uh, Jewish. I don't know much about it. <laughs> he's like, we don't wash our hands after using the bathroom. Right. <laughs> the most hellish. So, yeah. So those are the things. And then I found another article um, on trytoscare.com that talks more in depth about, like, the history of these haunted occurrences. So the, the boy at the bridge... Um, he apparently loves, like, riding his bike down Clinton Road with his dog. Um, and then, apparently, a black truck hit him on the road. And that black truck is something that people still say that they see on the road. And they'll, like, it'll follow them with their headlights on. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Um, and, like, a lot of people have reported they've seen this truck. Okay. Do you think it's a ghost truck or do you think it's, like, a real truck? Because it could be either way. It could be the truck that killed the boy, or it could be a ghost truck of the memory. Yeah. Or I don't do you know. Think it's just like some, some fucker. Asshole lives up there, yeah. To kill the boy? Or, well, I was just saying who has a car. Right. He's keeping up the legend. Maybe. You know? Yeah, the the truck is not as. Some like. Yeah. I imagine it being like a backwards hillbilly kind of. Kind of like, I'm gonna keep Clinton Road. Yeah. Um. Okay, so the boy, though, same thing, and he apparently had a dog with him who dragged his body from the water when he fell over the bridge when the truck hit him, and um, the police came, and the dog was so aggressive around this boy that they shot him and killed him. (gasps) Come on! I know. He was aggressive. He was was sad that his little boy that he dragged out of the water... Yeah. Was dead. So um, again, that boy apparently is still by that bridge. Uh, the next oh, is the Hellhound, oh, which no. is guess what? Uh, the Hellhound, a hound. What did we just learn about? What did we just oh, learn about? Shit. Okay, I don't know. The, the dog. dog. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I thought it was a deeper question than that. No, but now he has I a vengeance. No, now he has a vengeance. So. um... <laughs> yeah. Shit. So he's apparently I'm there so too. Stupid. He doesn't do much. He's just there and then not there. Um, then there's the Iceman, who was an actual murderer, I think. Um, some like guy wound up dead in the woods, and like he was found with ice in him. And there's a, a killer who was freezing bodies after he killed them and depositing them like by Clinton Road. So it's that, um, and the Iceman was Richard Kuklinski. Yeah. Cool. What's his name? Richard Kuklinski? I just wanted you to say it again, because yeah. you're Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> and then the castle, again, um, Cross Castle, was built over 100 years ago for just fucking no reason. There's no reason for it to be a castle, says the article. Um, and it decayed. And you can still cross it when you're hiking. Um, it's still there. And people say that they get, like, a really weird vibe from the castle. And that's where they said that the Satan Code of Conduct is. Um, and they're like, oh, people um, do witchcraft there or are Satanists. And then also it says, um, this is a quote from, you know, others say that it's grounds for a cannibalistic albino family who harms those who trespass. I don't want to go there. No. That sounds so real. Yeah. Um, and, like, the albino thing is, like, who cares? I don't care if you're albino. No, that's you're not cannibal. terrifying. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's absolutely. Like, I care that you're a cannibal. That, they threw that detail, like, mm-hmm. like being albino is scary. No, being a fucking cannibal it's is the problem. the scary that's part. That's the problem. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 
Um, and then so Yahoo.com named it. I feel like how can we make cannibals spookier? You can't. Albino. No. You can't. No. You they, can't. Albino people, people um, are fine. They're Obviously, just they're people. people. They're just people. But cannibals are not. <laughs> no, they're not. Don't eat people. If you're a cannibal, don't listen to podcast. Yeah. No. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Don't listen. Um, Yahoo.com named Clinton Road the most terrifying road in the U.S. And I'm going to end on a quote. It's like a dark highway into people's innermost fears. Oh. And that's from the Daily News. Nice. Thank you. So, All right. Your turn. All right. Well, uh, we just got done, I guess, talking about roads and shit. Putting so roads. let's talk about another, yeah. Let's talk about another form of travel. Good. Boats. Woo. <laughs> All right. So I uh, looked up the Titanic. Um, I didn't realize that, I mean, it makes sense, obviously, that the Titanic would result in much haunting. But but, where? But I hadn't thought about it. Ah, we'll get to it. So, what's the Titanic, asks our listeners. Probably not, but I'm going to explain it. The Titanic, (laughs) uh, briefly, is a, is a gigantic, it was a gigantic ship. It was like a wonder. It was amazing. It was like... Wow, this thing is never gonna sink. This is the bomb.com, right? This yeah. is a great, great ship. Everyone wanted to ride the Titanic. Yeah. And so people that were really rich were like, let's ride the Titanic. So they got 2,200 passengers on that baby, right? And that was on April 10th, 1912. Um, they're all rich, and this boat is beautiful. But you know what they skipped out on? What? The lifeboats. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, this boat has all the best technology. It's huge. It's never going to sink. So we're not going to put any lifeboats on it. No, I had some lifeboats, just not a lot. And um, so in the end, when this boat starts to sink, it hits, a, it hits an iceberg. A bunch of people like, are, you know, everyone's dying, basically. And we started out with 2,200. There were still 1,500 people on the boat when it was sinking. Like, they didn't even get half. That's Is that even all half? that could fit on the lifeboats. 1,500. So they, they got half, right? 1,500, 700, no, less than half. Yeah. They got less than half the people on the lifeboats. And they weren't even packing up the lifeboats because it was, like, hard to get the lifeboats off the ship. It was, like, a whole thing. Right. And so people were, they were like, half full, looks good, toss it, right? And so they literally had a bunch of lifeboats that were not full and 1,500 people on a boat that was sinking. Uh Uh-huh. And, um... That's when they were sending out the SOS signal. That was, like, another famous thing that they were, like... They were one of the first... first yes, that was in the movie. Yeah. They were one of the first um, ships to use the Save Our Ships signal. Yes. It was new. It used to be... Um, I read it somewhere. I'll give you my sources in, a, in like, a sec. Sorry. Uh, it used to be CQD, which was Come Quick Danger. So they were one of the first to use SOS. So they sent that signal out. Another boat, the RMS Carpathia, Carpathia whatever, rescued 700 more. It means there's still 800 people still? on that boat. Yeah. So 800 people um, are missing at the bottom of the ocean. So haunted. All right. Uh, <laughs> my sources that I've used are um, Titanic Artifact Exhibition, which is like a museum thing. Um, Mysterious Universe, which is like a series of articles type of thing. And mm-hmm. Burrows of the Dead. Burrows of, Burrows of the Dead. I never know how to say this word. Which one? Macabre. Macabre. Macabre New York City walking tour. Some people are like macabre. No, macabre. I have no idea how to say it. If you're super French, it's macabre. Ah. All right. Well, um, 
They actually, so this is a fun like, fact from... Like, Oh, my God. This is a fun fact from Mysterious Universe. Um, the ship, I didn't realize this, wasn't found until 1985. So it sunk in 1912. They didn't find the ship. It was just somewhere in the ocean at That's the bottom. Crazy. Until 1985. I didn't know either. Yeah. And when they found it, it was 13,000 feet under the water. Shit. Yeah. So... But it hit a bottom. Yeah, it sunk. So that that bottom is haunted. <laughs> well, I'll get to it. <laughs> right. Um, so it started out uh, with I started when I first started research, researching it. It seems that mostly like artifacts that people were finding were haunted. So um, like I don't know different stuff they found in the ship. I guess they're putting it in the museums, and now people that are visiting this museum, they're starting to feel followed. They're seeing ghosts in the museum. Um, there was a photo of some guy, Bruce Ismay. Sure. I should know who he is, I guess, but I don't. And uh, there was a picture of him that they, I guess, it was an artifact or a recreation, I don't know. Um, and the workers found this portrait, like, just on the floor, but, like, not broken or anything. They were like, what the hell? So they went back and reviewed the video cameras, because why would that, you know, it didn't shatter when it fell or anything? That's weird, right? Yeah. So um, when they went back and reviewed the surveillance footage, um, they saw the picture, like, shake around, and then, like, gently... Oh, God. Like, float to the ground. Not float, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, fell too gently to the ground. Yeah. So they were like, uh... Yeah. I don't know if they put it back. I guess they probably did. I don't know if I would have. I would have been like, oh, you want this on the floor? That's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, so... I it on the wall. Yeah. So, um, then, I don't know, stuff started to happen when other staff members were around, like, whatever. Um, one of the first ones was a, uh, there was a photographer who was, like, setting up his camera stuff, and he was, um... Getting ready to take pictures by, like, a staircase, I guess. I don't know. Um, I don't know if maybe people were supposed to come down it or um, whatever. But the photo shoot hadn't started yet. The, sorry, I slurred that. The photo shoot hadn't started yet. So um, there was no reason for anyone to be on the staircase. So he's, like, setting this up. And he, like, looks up and there's this woman, like, walking down the staircase in, like, a black dress with a bun. And uh, when a white collar, I think she looked, she sounds like she looks fly as hell. But... Maybe she's, it was she's like there to have a good time. Yeah, she's like here to party. When they say black dress and white collar, I'm imagining like looking awesome. But maybe it's like period clothing, like like uh, gay old you know. Still. Either way, she's probably flying. Black so. and white, you know, like yeah. always classy. Yeah. So she <laughs> so she's walking down the stairs. The guy's like, um, oh hey, uh, do you want me to like you you ready for your picture to be taken? And uh, she like, didn't answer. And he's like, ma'am. She like, didn't answer. He's like, ugh. And he like looks down at his camera and like turns around for a second to like get something. And she's like, there. And he's like, ugh. Uh, like right next to him. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. And he's like, ugh. Uh, so do you want your picture taken? <laughs> and she still doesn't answer. And he's like, the fuck. And she eventually leaves. And. She didn't show herself, quote, for a few days. So I guess she came back at some point to check out <laughs> the other people that worked there. But he did not have to deal with her after that. Good for him. Yeah. Let me just see if that's everything I want to say about the museum. I think so. Oh, uh, just, like, 
people talk about how they have a lot of strong feelings being washed, followed. Their hair and clothes, um, they feel like they're being pulled at. Like, people are, like, yanking them around. Um, some people say they've heard phantom music. It's just the feeling of the opera all the time. We're not sponsored by Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> oh my god. Um, um, let's see. Oh, here's another I one. I so this one's really specific. This one kind of made me sad. Um, so Frederick Frederick Fleet was the guy who was on lookout during the Titanic situation okay. when they hit the iceberg. Um, so he like lived it, and he survived. So he lived his life with like a lot of guilt. And so that was in 1912. So in 1964, his wife died, and he just committed suicide. He like he oh, was like shit. he was so. I mean, he felt so bad. And then, like, on top of that, like, when his wife That's died, it's like, what else? And I'm sure, in his mind, he was like, what else am I living for? Like, he, he felt like he was so, yeah, you know, he felt bad, obviously. I would feel bad. So it wasn't his fault. Shit happens, I guess. But, like, you know, he felt really bad. So he committed suicide. Um, and since then, uh, now that they have the exhibition, uh, the one in Las Vegas, um, they say that they, that he haunts, he haunts that, like, um, museum um and they think that it's because he has like such guilt and uh it like maybe like the artifacts like drew his spirit there type of thing um so that's that's cool that it's like a specific person um but there's i guess debate on it um other places that have uh pieces are like the georgia aquarium have pieces from the titanic um and they have a replica of a titanic cabin and some like ghostly old woman is over there apparently living in the cabin replica um living that was loosely used <laughs> inhabiting yeah uh, okay and all right last thing i want to say about uh replicas type stuff and then we're gonna talk about the ocean real quick okay. um so this guy wyatt jason moore spent seventeen thousand three hundred and sixty eight. you think i want to say dollars hours that's what i'm gonna oh say oh my god <laughs> Oh, 17,368 7, hours shit. working on a 200-pound replica of the Titanic. And he looked over pictures. I mean, it's like a detailed... Yeah. It's That's very... so it's, many hours. I mean, yeah. And it, we're talking, like, down to, like, the individual brushstroke. Right, right. He looked at hundreds and hundreds That's of pictures. Insane. And... They say it's, like, really, I mean, very realistic. So, once he finished it, he started taking pictures of it. And as he started taking pictures of it, like, after he took pictures, um, he's, like, waiting for it to develop. And he starts hearing, like, noises coming from the model. He hears, like, phantom music again, like, that weird stuff, so right? interesting. Um, he hears, like, um, oh, he saw in the photos. <laughs> he saw in the photos um, a bald-headed man. And he also saw a man and a woman looking out of a porthole above the lifeboats. That's so interesting. Yeah. Because it's like, what draws spirits to a replica? Right. And there was no glass used on the replica of the boat. Mm-hmm. So, 
it's pretty weird. That's like, do you think Because it's not like, you sometimes when you like see a picture, you're like, well, maybe it's just a reflection. Yeah. He didn't have any glass windows on the boat, so there was no reflection. Um, so. And it's like, do you think that it's just because it's a replica of such a tragic thing that it's like, people are like... Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's so detailed, I guess. Um, Alright, so then the water. Yeah. Um, so, since the Titanic has sunk, um, different ships that have gone by there, passengers have said that they see a lot of glowing and flickering orbs that float above the water. So, a lot of people report seeing that. Uh-huh. Um, they... Oh, I had two quotes I wanted to end on. All right, I was going to save a quote, but now I'm going to use that quote for okay. a quote, by the way. Um, in response, the reason I didn't quite respond to what you said is because it was going to be my end quote, but I oh, a no! So, when you said, why do they go towards it? Yeah. Um, he said that maybe it was someone that was aboard the Titanic that found a new home for himself. Oh. Right? Oh. Yeah. I was man. like, oh, man. Yeah. It was sad. So, um... Yeah, all right, so back to the ocean. So, um, the captain apparently, um, haunts, so, he apparently still haunts his childhood home. Um, somehow they, they hear a lot of, like, banging and whispers and noises, cold spots, random floods, which I thought was interesting because Titanic. Right, of course. um, Full-bodied spectral apparitions of the captain from the Titanic in his childhood home. Right? Sure. Yeah. But not only that, he also periodically shows up on other people's boats that are driving past there. Like, not past his home, past the site right, of the Titanic. Right. How this guy is in two places at once, I don't know. I'm not a ghost, I don't have the answers. But, huh. the story is this guy, Leonard Bishop, he's a. I don't know if he was a captain or not, he was someone on a boat. And he, he must have been a captain or someone. He was working on the boat in some way. And uh, he was showing a passenger around the ship. Um, and as he's showing his passenger around the ship, um, he's like a quiet, soft-spoken man with an English accent. He's kind of like, he's like sort of memorable. Memorable enough that like you'll remember his face, but like, okay. but like not really anything too interesting about him. Like he's kind of vague, and uh, but he's like very interested in all the details of the ship and like weirdly details for a passenger, you know? Yeah. Um, years later, Leonard Bishop sees a picture of Captain Edward John Smith the captain of the Titanic, and he's like, that's the dude I was showing around the boat. <gasps> yeah. It's pretty cool, right? That's pretty cool. Yeah. Huh. So it's cool he still likes boats even though he's sunk. Yeah. <laughs> he's sunk. Uh, Alright, so this is the quote I'm going to end on related to the ocean. Um, <clears throat> submarine sailing here, this is from Burrows of the Dead. Uh, the other quote was from I fucking love that name, Burrows of the Dead. Yeah, the other quote was from, um, not the museum one and not this one, the other one I said. Okay. All right. We'll put them all in the description. Yeah. This quote is from, um, Burrows of the Dead. Submarines sailing near the site have reported hearing strange signals and interference on their radios, including SOS messages that have no verifiable source. Is that the creepiest thing? That gave me chills when I like that. I was like, oh, yeah. It was really good. Thanks. I like that one. Thanks. I liked yours too. Thank you. Thanks. All right. So that was. That concludes our podcast. Yeah, that's it for today. All right. We'll see you next time. Yeah. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye. Oh god, that was my cat destroying something. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)
Uh, it's still red dot. What do I do? Um, 